0: When you're going through a rough time, let me remind that stars wouldn't shine if there was no dark behind. Huey. And we are live with the second first episode of this podcast. Now you're probably wondering, like, what, what do you mean the second first episode? What the fuck does that mean? The second first episode means I messed up a little bit. Um, I have a high standard for myself. And if I don't hit that high standard, I have to stop, regroup, restructure, uh, re-escalate. What am I talking about? Redo it. You know what I'm trying to say. So I listened to this. I made my first episode to this podcast. And I listened to it. I was like, okay, it's bad. It's not bad at all. So I mixed mastered, edited it, and uploaded it. Then I listened to it again while it was live. And I was like, Ooh, I do not like any of this This is so unprofessional So, yeah But that being said Because on this side of the podcast world We go deep, deep We go deep, 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 right? We take nothing at face value So I said Okay, let me leave it up there Make a new one So you guys can see progress See the progress I don't know why I said progress Like progressive real estate? What am I talking about? So you guys can see my progress. Now, like I said, just right now, we dive deep and take nothing at face value. Let me give you an example. This morning, I had a tutor. Yes, I have a tutor at 27 years old, 26 years old, just about 27. Oh my God, I'm almost 27. I'm so old. So I'm almost 27. I'm so sad. I'm almost 27 and I have a tutor for French. Yeah, deal with it. Anyways, this morning she said, hello, Hi. And I said, hi, hello. And then she said, oh, I forgot something. I'll be right back. I said, okay, fine. Now, let me tell you how crazy my mind is. I don't think I'm normal. Because she said, hi, hello. I said, hello, hi. And she left for like 30 to 45 seconds. Now, I analyzed the hello, hi. My analyzation came to this. I don't know how it started either. I don't know how. But the analyzation, I don't think that's a word. I analyzed this. And this is kind of like, too far but it's a fun thought regardless right when greeting somebody hi hi is a greeting that i now'm convinced you use when you're high high like let's say you're on cloud people say you're on cloud nine like you're feeling energetic you're feeling good you're doing great hello to me is there's the word low like you're you're it's a greeting of hot like it's high but you're not as high you're Hello, you know what I mean. Which might you might think I'm going crazy, and I wouldn't. I would. I would probably agree with you to a degree. But um, why would I want to be normal? That just sounds so boring to me. So, regardless, I analyze everything. We take nothing at face value here, and that's kind of the cool part of this podcast: is that we take nothing at face value. Um, the point of this podcast, I mean, we, we're going to talk about everything. When I mean everything, I mean. Everything we're going to talk about relationships, we're going to talk about fashion, we're going to talk about fitness, fitness, and mentalities. I love those last two. Fitness, and me- oh my god, it's just such a beautiful idea! I want to talk about it so much, but I still have to do my intro. Ah, and more importantly, we're going to talk about philosophies because philosophies actually, believe it or not, in my opinion, now I now I skew everything because I don't want to learn in the school, I don't believe in well, school failed me. We'll say that school failed me. I didn't fail school, so I skew as much as I can. So, the word philosophy to me is asking a bunch of questions and then coming to your own conclusions. Well, the questions that I have can't really be answered by modern day people, so I try to find patterns. And again, I'm oh my god, I'm already getting off topic. So, let me do my intro and it tell you who I am. My name's Huey. What's up? My name's Huey. And I was born in no- I was going to say Northern Canada oh my god. I was born in West Coast Canada. I don't want to give you my city because that's kind of creepy and weird. and uh, I just recently moved here to the East Coast of Canada Montreal I don't mind telling you where I live now. So I was born in Montreal. Oh my God See my mind is crazy. I wasn't born in Montreal. I- I was I live in Montreal. I digress. I decided one day that it was a good idea to move during the global pandemic was that a good idea no it wasn't did you have any encounters that were terrible mm, yes I did it was very terrible and yet I still able I was still able to do everything with a smile you know I was talking to a lot of people a lot of people recently and um they're kind of I'm telling them stories of what happened during my move and why I moved and everything like that and like what the fuck how are you still here why are you still smiling i'd be crying my eyes out i'm like i don't know technically but it's all good um and it's kind of like a philosophy i always had i was, usually regardless of like scenario or what's happening i usually tell people i'm good like whether i'm good or not i'm just, i'm good and eventually, like, it start, you start to convince yourself. <laughs> and, like, so let me tell you this story. So I moved to Montreal for one reason more than another. Um, that one reason I moved uh, didn't work out. And on top of that, I got scammed. So I, I rented a apart, or an apartment. And uh, because I didn't live in the city, I couldn't view it physically, right? So you take your pictures and you talk to the guy and whatever. So long story short, I got scammed thousands of dollars. Your boy was out thousands of dollars during COVID. I got I got I lost my job during COVID. I moved to another place where I don't even speak the national language or the provincial language, and now I'm scammed. Like that's not good. Like obviously, but then when you get scammed, my next thought was like, what the fuck? I'm in Montreal. Let me tell you the story. I arrived in Montreal. The person that's supposed to pick me up wasn't, didn't pick me up. I was like, oh, that's such a bad sign. So I, I get myself an Uber to go to my apartment. Uh, go to the apartment, they're like, um, so we're not renting this to anybody. I don't know why you think we're renting it. I was like, that's really not good. So my next thought was like, oh shit, where the fuck am I supposed to sleep tonight? So I got myself a hotel. I was homeless living in a hotel for two weeks, I think, two or three weeks. Not the funnest. But, I don't know, cool story. I'm I'm telling you on a podcast, so like, it's kind of cool, I guess. And um, yeah, everything just, it it was like one after another, after another, after something, something just kept happening. And it's so, so awful. So during this time, I used it as uh, uh, a reflective moment because I don't know. I, I For me, I just couldn't see this being my end. You know, like, oh, I just never find a place to live or, oh, I never find a place to, you know, uh, to work or, you know what I mean? To me, that just seemed so weird. So I, fo- so I didn't focus on what was currently happening. I just focused on, like, cool shit that I thought could happen. Like, oh, what if I win the lottery? And, like, I just go to bed with a big fucking grin on my face. Like, yo, if I win the lottery from this bullshit, boy... Man, everybody gonna be running up, you know, for damn well shirting. So, <laughs> so that was kind of my mentality at the time, um, because that's the kind of person I am. I grew up in Western Canada, like I said. Um, I didn't really fit in in that area though, and that's part of the reason I moved. Is that I love fashion. I love being elaborate and flamboyant and like peacock feathers. You know what I mean? Like I'm that guy um, and where I lived, you don't do that, you know, um, for the most part, anyways, people will judge you. So it it didn't seem like my environment. Now, let me tell you this. This is why it was so important that I had to move. When you put a shark or a goldfish, or I think it's, no, it's a shark. I don't know why I mixed the goldfish and a shark up. When you put a shark in a tank, a baby shark in a tank, it will never outgrow its environment. If you put it In a little tank, it can't outgrow that, right? So it stays small. You put the same shark in the ocean and it will continuously grow till it's the uh, apex version of itself. Apex meaning the best version. It's just a better, I hate cliches. One thing you'll learn is that I fucking hate cliches. So I grew up um, and I felt like I was in my version of this little cage version, it's cave box, I don't know. So I had to move. I had to, whether it was a good idea or a bad idea, I had to find a bigger environment, an environment that would nurture my quote quote unquote gills, you know, for still following the metaphor. So, I had to. I had to do something. And during coronavirus, it was just, it was like almost like a perfect storm, because it's already chaos. The year 2020 and 2021 is already chaos. So. It, like it can get worse and it, I mean, like it, every day, it seems like it's getting worse. So why not add a little bit of chaos to it? Because when the water settles, it's gonna settle in a new way. And it's our opportunity now to kind of like build our own environment so that when all this dirt settles and all this dust settles, that we're still good and we're better off. So I find, I came to the conclusion that the best time to make drastic change isn't chaos. So that's what I did. Was it hard? Absolutely. Was it difficult? Yes. That's the same thing as hard. And was it worth it so far? Yeah, it was. It's still scary to me. It's still terrifying, you know, um, being deep and stuff like that, you know, uh, you're always analyzing and, and questioning, but at the same time, you're just also enjoying this new, Thing that you're doing I got way off topic So I apologize for that That's part of the, <laughs> I was diagnosed with severe ADHD So fun fact um, So yeah if, if I go off on a rant Just like deal with it I have paper here So shout out to uh, Faith for telling me To put paper in front of me Um, So I decided to make this podcast To talk about everything Deep Like I said I take nothing at face value We're going to talk about relationships We're going to talk about Fashion, fitness, mentality, and philosophy. Um, now the thing is is that, that kind of has to come from yourself. and that's that's part of the that's the hardest part about grow glowing up. you know, we'll use glow up because I don't like the word grow or the phrase grow up. you grow up, you old man. So I had to grow glow up. Now, during this glow up, I had to get information. I had to. It had to come for myself. So, in order for you to get information about yourself to come out, you have to read, man. I. Now, again, I. I just told you I have severe ADHD. So I. I mean, I can read, but it's, at the literal bottom, of my to-do list. Yeah, it's. If I. I don't want to read. That's pretty much what I want to say. I don't want to read. It's so difficult for me. It's so boring. But I had to read because that's how you get this information that can draw out this new version of yourself, right? There's a book that I read called Outwitting the Devil by Napoleon Hill. And let me tell you, this book, I I can't stop reading it. I, it's on repeat. It's like, a you know, when you find a good song like No Role Models by J. Cole or whatever, and it's just on literal repeat for years. Same thing. I'm reading this book and I'm still getting new things from it. And as I read this book, I'm I'm realizing that okay, this this natural course of life that I took, and all these ideas, and all these philosophies, and and nothing taken at face value, and all everything that I've done. I mean, it's kind of like it happened for a reason. As cliche as it sounds, again, I say cliches a lot, but I hate them. Um, I, it, it was it happened for a reason. You know, it was almost like a natural evolution. Like I felt like I had to move during chaos or I felt like, okay, time is my most valuable asset. I can't waste it, whatever. Something I learned about this book, the difference between successful and unsuccessful people is being a drifter and a non-drifter. Now, let me explain. In this book by Napoleon Hill, Napoleon Hill. Now, at this point, it's, I'll, I'll tell you it's a metaphor, this book. Personally, I take it literal because the things said in the book, it was written like 60, 70 years ago, I think. Um, But the things said in this book are now happening. They made predictions and they're like literally now happening when they said they would happen. Like it's crazy to me. So I'm like, okay, I'm just going to take it as literal because it's to me, I don't know, it's more fun that way. So in this book, the devil talks about being a drifter or a non-drifter. Success, it's pretty much as simple as it is really dumbing it down. It's not that simple, but dumbing it down for those who don't want to read it, being successful and unsuccessful. Being a drifter means you drift, you go with the flow. You don't really have like set in stone and like you're, you don't think for yourself. You don't value your own time. You let people walk over you. You don't have a purpose and that, right? That's a, that's a drifter or a non-successful person habits, right? A non-drifter or a successful person is someone that values their time. They're able to have fun, you know, but they value their time. They know what they want. They think for themselves. That is something that continuously comes up in this book. You have to think for yourself. See, it doesn't make sense at face value. Think for yourself. Well, yeah, obviously think for yourself but do you not think for yourself? Well, the problem is, is that people in, from school, from the way school works is they kind of train you not to think for yourself. They tell you to uh, do this, learn this, this is how to do it. You know, they don't say, what do you feel like learning today? They don't tell you, you know, what you're interested in. Okay, now try to find a solution for it. They don't let you think and figure things out for yourself. And that's the problem because in life, that's that's how life is you have to figure it like if you're young and you're listening to this when you graduate either college university high school when you when you go out nobody helps you as much as you think they do it's on you and that's part of the reason i'm not a huge huge fan for schooling education completely different schooling so far has been uh we'll say a bad taste in my mouth But I'm going to continue with my story. So as you hear my stomach growling because I'm fasting. um, So I'm telling you my story. So what happened was uh, this mentality came from the fitness realm. Okay. This guy, his name's Troy Brown, took me under his wing when I was 16, I want to say. I was 16 years old, young cat, young dude, didn't know what I was doing in my life. I wanted to be a hockey player, but I was, and I was scouted too, but I was too short to continue. At, at 16 years old, I think I was like five, six or five, five. I was pretty short. And not that I grew much after that, but um, it was, it was a trip. So I had to quit. And with that anger and rage, I trained my whole life for hockey. So with that anger and rage, I kind of went to the gym and just released it, you know, And and while I was in the gym, being a deep thinker, I I kept analyzing everything I did and all my feelings. And I tried to like write them down. Like I'd be working out and I'd stop my workout and write some stuff down that I'm feeling. And then, you know, at the end of my workout, I'd kind of analyze it. And it was the gym, I don't even know how to explain it. You have to go to the gym. If you're not if you're not training for a sport or something like that, you have to go to the gym. You have to exercise it's the, it's like the first part of becoming yourself as that's not cliche because nobody's really said that before. Right. So anyways, what things I learned in the gym very quickly, it was my temple. It was my place of, it was my happy place. It was my church as I hate those things, but like more so for me, because I'm at the time I was so aggressive in becoming the best version of myself physically. It was like, I could release the stress and pressure out in the gym and it it didn't make people look at you in fear, you know? It wasn't a place where you had to be sorry for being angry or aggressive. You could say fuck you and it didn't matter, you know? You could hurt yourself in a good way and it would make you better and that's the most beautiful idea to me. You know, you're taking your weakest link and you're not making your strength you're removing it and you're adding a better one that's how i would that's how i would describe it so with this mentality that i grew uh, that i that i started to slowly adopt it slowly became my personality i'll say it slowly became a part of me you know And I've learned so much from it. And, and that's why I preach so much of, uh, you know, being better and being strong and being the best version of yourself. And it has to start in the gym because your brain has to tell your body what to do. Now, when your body hurts, your brain's going to say, uh, we're going to stop. It's pretty obvious. We don't like pain. But you have to control your brain and say no we're not done yet we have eight more reps we're not done yet you know and when you consistently do that you're strengthening your control over your head let me give you an example how many times have you seen chocolate and said okay i'm eating chocolate how many times have you seen a poutine because i live in montreal how many times have you seen a poutine and said okay we're eating poutine tonight how many times have you seen sushi soup dumplings ramen and said that is going to be in my belly you know you don't have control of your own thoughts man your thoughts control you, and that's, that's dangerous. That's very, very dangerous in every aspect of life. So that's why I say you need to learn how to master the gym, and then you'll master yourself. So anyways, continuing, what I was really trying to get at was you you are going to go through pain in the gym. That's kind of part of it. Like You have to go through pain um, now, now watch what I do here. Like, this is how, this is how my mind works. I'm going to wrap this up. You're going to be like, why are you talking like crazy? And your mind's all over the place. Let me show you the root of what we're getting at. It was painful, but the pain made me better in the gym. Now, when I came out from West coast, Canada to here in Montreal, it was painful it was very painful, but that's because my mind wasn't ready for it. I was, I had to strengthen my mind and my body and my spirit. I don't, we'll say soul. We'll say soul. Spirit, soul, eh, whatever. And that moment of when it clicked, like, oh, this is literally just another version of the gym. And I mastered the gym. You know, people eventually came up to me and said, hey man, what's your workout between like, hey man, can I get your advice? Hey, you should do this. Hey, you should do that. Hey, can I get help? Oh man, how much do you bench? How much do you squat? Oh man, you look so dope. I'm, I'm totally giving myself too many compliments, but I love it. Um, it's the same idea. I came here in life in Montreal and it was such a scary, stressful thing. I didn't have control of my mind, but by consistently continuing instead of saying okay i give up okay i'm just going to go back home okay I, I i don't care if i live with mom i don't care if i sold my car like i just got to go back home it's too hard here it's too scary by continuing this stress and building myself up to say okay this i can learn from this i have to observe everything going on and i can learn from this i can analyze this and i can i can teach people from you know my mistakes and it just clicked that This pain that we all go through, whether it be physical or, you know, in our life is mandatory for us to become better. The pain that we feel in our lives is mandatory for us to become better. Now, everybody says things like, you know, oh, just kind of go with the flow or. Or, you know, they, people say it's better to be safe than sorry. What a load of horse dungus. It's never better to be safe than sorry. That's a terrible way to live. That's terrible. That's such an awful way to live. It's better to be safe than sorry. So you would rather be sad and alive than happy and like risk it? Are you serious? Like to me, that's crazy. You have to be able to encounter and go through pain. That's what life is made of that's the yin and the yang you know in in the laws of motion for every action there's an equal and opposite reaction if you go back to ancient times though they use the same thing but they use it in a literal uh, in a spiritual and a lifestyle way ancient egypt ancient uh, not greece pardon me uh, ancient rome i think they even said it like in in mexico and all these ancient ruins places that's what they talk about for every action there's an equal and opposite reaction but if that's in life for every hard time, there's going to be an equally as amazing time. So, But you have to be able to acknowledge it and get there. You can't just sit back and say, well, that's it. It's hard. That's my life. I was I was dealt a bad hand. You know, if you're born poor or born in a hard moment, that's not your fault. But if you die there, it is that's on you. You everyone has nobody has the same opportunity, but everyone has the ability to get out. And that's what um, this this uh, mindset is all about. Um, but, you know, continuing or rather I digress because it's not really continuing. What I was trying to what I'm I guess that the the closing point of this is Pain has a purpose. Struggle has a purpose. If if we use numbers as, as for pain, let's say you're going through a hard moment right now. Let's say it's like a minus eight. It's really difficult. You have to be able to take the seed of that minus eight that's been given to you and plant it and grow something from that minus eight. You have to be able to I don't know how to say it. They say it They say it perfectly in the book, uh, Outwitting the Devil by Napoleon Hill. You have to build or get the equivalent of that negative eight. So you have to plant the seed. You have to be able to analyze and recognize what happened and get value from what happened. Nothing has to be, doesn't, your life doesn't have to be positive. If it's negative, it can still be positive. You just have to take the equivalent information that you have and then subtract it. And then use it. It's that simple. And that's something that I've realized. So, um, yeah, man, that that was just an intro to this podcast. I know I kind of went a little bit too deep and a little bit off the records. And we have ADHD brains going over all over the place. But that being said, I think this is a place where we can provide value for each other. Um, I hope I can provide value for everyone. And uh, I think that's part of the reason why I said that thing in the beginning, when you're going through a rough time, let me remind that stars wouldn't shine if there was no dark behind. You have, I mean, I mean, there's very, 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 very few people that's achieved massive success or the success that you want or what you classify success as without hardships. They just took that negativity, extracted the equivalent information that they could use and they planted that seed and they learned from it. It's that simple. It's that simple. I mean, it's not going to be easy. Easy and simple aren't, aren't the same thing. But it's that simple. It's just you got to put in the work now. Um That being said, I, uh, I kind of went off topic. I'm sorry, but I did hope you guys enjoy this podcast. Episode number two. Ah, no, what did we say? Episode number the second the second episode. No, the se- <laughs> oh my god. This is the second first episode. I finally got it. So, um, yeah, I hope you guys will stay tuned. I have a lot of amazing things planned. I have some interviews I'm going to try to get. Um, I have uh, some really cool things written down on this paper right in front of me. Again, shout out to uh, Faith. She has her own podcast called Your Little Big Sis. So if you want relationship advice, go check her out. Your Little Big Sis, pardon me. And, um, yeah, so I have a lot of things on this paper. We are going to dive deep. We're going to come up with a podcast every week, giving you guys information, how to be awesome, how to change that mindset. Or we could just talk about relationships. We'll talk about fashion, you know, how I grew my fashion, um, not my brand, but my fashion style to be my own thing, my own unique thing. I don't really follow trends. You know, I have my own style and people, you know, dig it. So With that being said, I hope you guys all have a great day, great rest of your day or whenever you're watching this, listening to this. Oh my gosh. So I hope you guys have a great day. My name's Huey. I'm signing off from this podcast and I hope to see you in the next one.